Hey guys, what's up? This is Andy Frisella here. You're listening to Big MX Radio, but when you're done with this episode, come check out the MFCEO project, themfceo.com. I got all your motivation. I've got everything you need to know about running your brand. I've got everything you need to know about getting shit done, and we can do it together. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast brought to you by Medterra CBD. You can go to medterracbd.com and enter discount code BIGMXRADIO15. That discount code saves you 15% every single time that you shop at medterracbd.com. I'm your host, Brad Gebhardt. With me on the line, he's the 106 in your program, all the way from Palm Beach, Queensland. Jay Wilson, how's it going? Good, thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. Uh, excited to have a chat to you guys. Absolutely, and we have a flair for the dramatics here, coming all the way a long ass flight. Probably, did you ship bikes, or did they did did uh, they you have bikes here? Uh, no, we originally we had bikes here, and then uh, last minute we changed our mind and uh, shipped two of our bikes over and all our parts and uh, just bits and pieces that we needed. So worked out to be the best option was to ship things over and just made life a little bit easier that way. There you go. So, like th- that, uh, shipping motorcycles is is a is a, a undertaking in and of itself. Moving an entire racing program, including yourself, a family coming over to racing in the United States of America, something that you haven't. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know if you, you had done prior to this. Making a full effort for the first six rounds of uh, of West Coast Supercross, being. Pretty damn successful at it, I might also add, and uh, having a lot of fun at it at the same time. Uh, how did this all come together, Jay? Oh, I mean, it was just, it's a dream that I've always had to do uh, to do this, you know, and um, it's, it was time to make that happen. Um, you know, I was, I've done, I've been quite successful in Australia. I've won motocross and supercross titles, and um, at some point it's time to step up to the 450, and I thought, you know, um, also my daughter's, uh, she's three in March and she's going to have to go to school soon. And, um, I just, I needed to make the, I needed to go for it, you know, and just make a run at it and see where I'm at and how I can be better. And just the process, uh, like just enjoy it, you know, and that's the biggest thing. Um, I was at a point where sort of done with racing, uh, a race of a few GPs and, uh, come back home and just done with it, burnt out. And, um, the whole idea of coming back was to enjoy it, and uh, that was something that I wanted to do was race Supercross, and I love Supercross, and I uh, had a lot of success in Supercross in Australia. Uh, yeah, 2018, winning the championship, and um, just felt a bit rushed to make the choice to come over straight after that, so we, we thought we'll settle down for a year and plan it out, and um, here we are. We're racing Supercross in America and enjoying it and uh, learning so much. It's awesome. Fair enough. So I just got off the phone with Aaron Tanti, who uh, planned this whole trip where his, he's coming over here, also on a Yamaha, completely different team, and he had about eight weeks yeah. to prepare to come over here. Sounds like you yeah, had yeah, uh, yeah. this thing planned for uh, a good 12 months, or if not uh, eight, ten months um, of preparation. Uh, maybe a little bit more uh, a mature family man's approach to coming over here racing full-time. Uh, but hats off uh, for you to do it. Like... Being on a far distant land, watching Supercross for as long as you have, loving it, dreaming about it, but then putting uh, putting boots on the ground and actually making that happen uh, is is 
unbelievable to see you like sort of come around to do that it must be a dream come true um and uh and and to be performing as well as you have you you have to this point has got to be pretty satisfying and knowing that uh like you're at the very top the pinnacle of australian motocross and supercross uh and but understanding that there's there's a next level out there there's there's that next step to make and uh you've made it and uh i think that's going to make you even that much more successful going forward yeah, for sure. It's um, you know, the the whole idea when we first come over here was to enjoy it, and I was doing it with my family and um, doing it with a group of people that um, have had success with me in the past and um, that have supported me throughout my career. Um, that was the whole idea with this, with um, the the sponsors that we have on board. You know, uh, Yamaha MX Store, WRB Group, Berry Sweet, um, Altham, so Josh Coppins, everybody that's on board. They're all people that I've had a lot of success with in the past, and. Um, a lot of those guys just wanted to back me and um, see me chase my dreams, you know. And um, so to do it with my family, that was the whole idea is we're coming over here. We're going to race Supercross, but we're going to enjoy the experience of doing it. Um, I want to learn. I want to be – I'm always wanting to be uh, be better and improve. Um, so it's been cool. I'm just loving going racing at the moment and uh, riding through the week and finding where I can be better. You know, it was a bit of an eye-opener when we first got over here um, in Australia. I mean, we're at the top of our game in Australia and you sort of, it gets stale a little bit in a way. You know, you just don't know how to be better. You feel like you're just pushing the envelope all the time. But um, And then I got over here and we turned up at the test tracks, Yamaha test track, and, um, you know, we were a little bit off uh, at the start and I was like, now I've got some work to do, but it, it was really cool seeing that, uh, just knowing that what they can do on the bike and what we can, what you can, how you can push, you know, um, where you can push the bike and little, little point one of a second, point two of a second, where they're pushing, where they're finding that extra time. And um, that's probably something I'm super excited about is that I'm just finding that those small little bits of intensity and um, improving. And um, it's, it's cool to be able to experience this and I feel like it's going to, to help further my career and um, just it's added like a new life, I guess, in a way as well that I'm super excited to get home and do work and, um, you know, at the moment I'm I'm still like going to the track through the week here. I'm just super excited every day I'm going to the track. I'm just like, can't wait to be pushing the envelope and just finding new ways and, um, yeah, just just wanting to be better all the time um but biggest thing is we're enjoying it doing it with a good group of people and um got my mechanic and his family over here as well so for the two months and we're just having a ball it's been awesome absolutely i sort of liken it to uh when you start to take racing seriously at a younger age you finally like instead of maybe uh just riding on weekends or riding during the week evenings you 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 dedicate uh almost like a vacations amount of time to just focusing on racing and the very next summer that you come back to, to race your local series uh you're just that much faster than every kid around this is sort of that equivalent to you to be able to go to the United States of America, where these guys, they, they leave the gas on that much longer. They grab the brakes that much harder. Um, and, and basically showing you guys firsthand that uh, of that next level that's there, you adapt to it, you bring it back to Australia, and uh, there's a lot of racers that have done it in the past uh, and that have been successful with it. Guys like uh, uh, like Metcalf and other uh, riders who uh, have basically uh, taken what they've learned here, gone back home, and uh, and let a lot of laughs by doing so. Uh, I assume that's 
that's uh, that's sort of your plan right now. And uh, uh, so far, two thirteenths and a sixteenth. Not to sneeze at so far with two more races to better that with. Yeah, I mean, it's my results aren't where I want them to be. That's for sure. I, I believe I've got more to offer and more to show. It's just it hasn't worked out. You know, there's a lot to take in um, being over here. We, we obviously don't have the infrastructure that we have back at home um, to go racing, but we're banking the most of it. Um, the awesome thing is I've got my mechanic and uh, my mechanic's over here now. He's my engine and suspension guy back in Australia. Um, so it's been cool. Obviously, there's a big difference in Supercross in Australia and, and Supercross in America. Um, our tracks are just not... Uh, it, our, our dirt's rock hard, you know. It's like concrete. It goes blue groove. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, a lot of clay okay. and it just go it just banks straight away. And so to ride on that sort of stuff, you know, you have to have quite soft suspension just to be able to find grip and be able to turn and um over here it's they say they got hard pack tracks, they don't know what hard pack tracks are <laughs> until they come down to Australia, you know. So um it's like we we're, we're just we're having to adapt and um I'm finally being able to make some bike changes and um, that's been good, um, but also I'm learning as well. I, I picked up a couple of little injuries when we first got over here. I hit my head before A1, so I sort of rode through A1 and then uh, riding through with a broken rib at the moment. So it's been a little bit challenging, but um, like I said, I still I feel like I'm improving and I've got a lot more to offer. Um, I just I need to be able to show that on the weekend, you know, and, and it's not for anyone else. It's for myself to, you know, know that I, I put everything that I've got on the table. Um, but uh, I think I think we can do that. It's just a matter of time. Um, I think on the weekend, the result obviously wasn't great, but um, I believe that I belong up front now. Um, I had two good starts in the in the um, Triple Crown format um, and just small mistakes put me down. You know, I, I crashed in the whoops in the last race and also it was a little bit of a, you know, a shock to the system when you start up front and you're running up front and then all of a sudden you stop breathing and um, I drop back a little bit but um, I'm slowly improving on that and I think that we've got a, a lot more to offer and we're just enjoying it man like I've said that a million times but we are having such a good time and just doing it with with my family and with my daughter and um, my wife and daughter and just being able to my my daughter gets so excited when she's sitting in the stands you know and um, seeing the fireworks go off and um, even after the weekend, like I was bummed. I knew that I was in a good position, but she just ran down and she gave me a cuddle and she just said, I'm proud of you, you know, and just small things like that. It's just oh, it's huge. It's such a cool experience. Yeah, they're just little memories that I'll be able to take from this trip, you know, and they'll be with me for a lifetime. So it's pretty cool. Absolutely. That encouragement far exceeds your, uh, your current, uh, high watermark of a 10th place in a main event. Of course, that's the second main event from this last weekend. Uh, Triple Crown series, uh, Triple Crown event where, um, basically you went, like, having gone into that race, you had two main events under your, your belt, uh, going into that event. And then you had three in the same night, uh, with a broken rib. Yeah. Uh, not an easy task whatsoever. What was that like for you? And, uh, uh, I got to think that that's a huge feather in your cap uh, as like looking at that 10th place, like to think of uh, the fastest West coast supercross, supercross riders that showed up on that day. And, uh, and you're in the 10th spot. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, um, I feel like I belong up there. Um, so, you know, I'm chasing, I have goals to be inside that top 10. Um, it's just about 
when it happened, you know, <laughs> it's putting all the pieces of the puzzle together and I believe that I've got that. So um, it, it's cool. We just, we need to execute good starts and put ourselves in the right position. And that's sort of been the, the problem at the first two rounds, um, Anaheim one and Anaheim two was, I, I come from a long way back, you know, just average starts and you can't do that over here. Um, in Australia, you can get away with that within reason and come back through the pack and, get back to the front but over here you can't you know you look at the time qualifying everyone's within 0.1 of a second 0.2 of a second so the pressure's on and uh, everyone's riding at the top of their game so to come through a pack like that it's it's near impossible um and you know i'm learning and trying to take it all in and um we just need to execute better starts and put ourselves in the right position and you know you put yourself in good position good things happen put yourself in bad position bad things happen so that's where we've been at but it's uh it's been cool. Absolutely. You seem to have uh, an approach of a very mature individual when it comes to racing. And, and just by reading some of the captions uh, with your, your social media on the on Instagram, someone who uh, just takes, uh, like, just I feel like you're someone who's really taking it all in and uh, enjoying the process. Someone who clearly at some point uh, looked at possibly not being able to race anymore, uh, having things taken away yeah. from you in this, as in the sport of motocross, which as racers, um, even myself, 31 years old, I've never raced at any high level. I'd hate to think that the, the sport be taken away from me in any way. And that was very much uh, a possible reality for you. And uh, having so much encouragement from your wife and, and now to have uh, your daughter also uh, in the pits uh, giving you uh, um, some congratulations and uh, some encouragement as well. That's got to feel so good yeah. and uh, and just adds to this, like you said, this whole experience of coming over for the very first time and uh, and just having success uh, at any level and, and just uh, and, and learning from that experience has got to be pretty cool. Yeah, and that, that was the whole point of this trip from the start. You know, we we're going to do it as a family, enjoy it, um, do our tripping around. You know, we've, my wife and daughter have never been to America before. You know, I've, I've come over here and done some small trips and seen some tracks and stuff, but not the touristy things. So um, we're going to our races, but we're also trying to do the touristy things and enjoying the whole the whole trip as well, not just racing. Um, and that's probably been something that's been really cool. You know, so I'm, I'm not a I'm not a guy that's uh, when I come back to racing, it was about enjoying it. Um, and the time when I don't enjoy it, I won't do it anymore. You know, and yeah. uh, I'm just. I'm just really loving racing at the moment, you know, and um, it's it's been cool. I've got a great group of people around me um, that just wherever I go, they'll be there, you know. It's just a good group of friends and um, that love seeing me do well and um, doing it with my wife and daughter, it's been really, really special. Um, them coming to the races, they've been at every round and um, even my daughter, you know, just to see her smile you know when i come off the track and her wanting to jump on the bike when we're at the practice tracks and taking her a ride around and um just doing this trip with them has been really special but uh yeah it's very thankful to have a very understanding wife that's uh, sort of backed us to do this you know and it's yeah. been um yeah it's been cool no doubt. Uh, like I imagine, uh, you're both your yourself, your wife, your daughter, are totally wide-eyed when it comes to South, uh, Southern California. But what did they think think of uh, the sprawling metropolis of St. Louis? Yeah, well, we didn't make St. Louis because. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I took St. Louis off. Uh, I took oh, that you didn't go. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So. Okay. 
yeah, so I hit my head before A1, and we just made the decision that it was best to... Um, That's for the best anyway, there's too much snow. Back in and... <laughs> yeah, so we, well, Christmas time, we made the trip up to Big Bear um, okay. and had a white Christmas, so that was pretty special as well, you know. Um, we don't see snow at Christmas time. We're sitting around a barbecue trying to get in the air con or sit in the pool at uh, Christmas time in Australia, and um, over here it's snowing in winter, and... Um, we're rugging up playing in the snow, you know, so it was pretty cool and seeing my daughter running around in the snow and, um, it was there. That was awesome. Absolutely. So that, I, now that does not jog my memory that you did not end up going to St. Louis, probably for the best, even for myself as a Canadian, uh, I see plenty of snow, but they, they were getting it, uh, big time, uh, during that trip down there. So, uh, probably, uh, on all accounts, uh, a good one to, uh, to, to skip, uh, especially for the health. A big drive for sure. Oh, that would be a drive. It's going to be, uh, yeah, it was massive drive so um i think we we got a little lucky you know obviously i wanted to race and wanted to be there but um if we we're going to miss a round it was probably not a bad round to miss fair enough fair enough like maybe uh the uh uh that was almost serendipitous that you ended up getting hurt is almost kind of, it saved you the uh <laughs> like you had a headache which saved you the headache of having to drive across yeah yeah for sure that was uh you know i'm a racer i want to race and i want to make the most of this trip um but yeah it was a bit of a bummer that we couldn't be there um we'll see it was the right call just to sit the weekend out and try to get some more riding in and get healthy again and um yeah we're building back up to the base that we need to be at and uh hopefully just by the end of this trip we can show what we can do and um yeah just make the most of it Fair enough. So Oakland this coming weekend, followed by San Diego, and likely uh, pack things up and head down uh, back down down under. Uh, so yeah. I ask you this: the same question that I asked Aaron Tanti. Uh, obviously, at this point, already probably very satisfied with uh, the trip so far. Like you said, you've gotten faster. You've put some new tools in your uh, in your your tool chest to head back to Australia with, but. What needs to happen over the next two rounds for you to just like put like a big old rubber stamp on this thing that like this was a very successful trip. Uh, you, you, you rode to your potential, uh, and maybe even exceeded, uh, what you thought you were, you were going to be able to accomplish, uh, in this trip here, your first time coming over to race supercross. I think the trip as far has been successful. You know, we've, we've really enjoyed our time here and, um, it's sort of opened my eyes to what, um, what I'd like in the future, you know, I'd love to be here for sure um, next year. And um, but I've got to got to put the results on the board and show some speed. And I think it's not even so much the result, but just knowing that I can like I want to be able to leave this trip just ro- knowing that I put the 100 percent forward of the way that I know how to ride. And um, we're getting close to that. But like I said, it it's been a little bit of a challenge. Just um, a few like niggling injuries that have just held us back, you know, and not been able to continue riding. And um, like last round, we just had no, we didn't, we took the week off just because my ribs been playing up a bit, you know, and um, so no riding in between rounds. And I think if we can just um, put a, just ride the way I know how to, um, I'll be happy. Um, but in saying that, it's been a very successful trip so far, and um, we've really enjoyed our time here and. It's been an eye-opener. Um, as a person, I've felt like I've learned a lot about myself. And um, as a rider as well, you know, I feel like I can leave here knowing that um, what, I, what I've what i got to go away and work on and how to be better. And um, 
yeah, it's it's been successful as far. Fair enough, fair enough. So uh, what is the, uh, I, I'm completely unfamiliar, so uh, for, forgive me for my complete ignorance, but what does the Australian uh, motocross series schedule look like when you get home? Like, is it like basically uh, go home, throw on the motocross suspension, and, and you start racing in a few weeks? Or uh, how long do you get to prepare before uh, yeah, uh, so, the gate drops? And Yeah, Yeah. so the national, it's been, it's struggling a little bit at the moment back home that, the dates have only just come out. Um, we okay. weren't really sure on how many rounds we were going to have. Um, oh, it's just year, like Canada then. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, from what I see of Canada, it's yeah probably pretty similar. Um, but we get to go racing. We ride motorbikes for a living, so that's pretty cool. Um, but it's been, um, you know, we go back uh, on the 12th of February, so I fly out on Wednesday after San Diego, and I've got about six weeks until round one, I think it is. Um, so... We're, we'll be fine. You know, I've, I feel like my base is pretty good over the last couple of years and I've got, I'm with the same team back down in Australia and, um, they, all my base is good. You know, we're on similar bikes and, um, so suspension, everything's pretty sorted. Um, yeah. So the rounds, I think we've got six rounds this year and it's, we've got a lot of double headers. So I think it's six rounds, but, uh, six locations, but nine rounds. Um, oh, okay. So, it's really spread out uh, championship this year. I think we're nearly like three uh, three weeks in between each round, so that it's a little bit challenging when the championships like that. But um, we've got a motocross championship, so I can't really complain too much. But yeah, it's uh, a little bit frustrating when they're so spread out. It's just a long time to stay healthy and keep a base fitness, I guess, and stay motivated to keep riding the same. Uh, tra- we don't have a lot of access to um, sort of public private practice tracks um down in australia so it makes it a little bit hard and especially at that time of the year it's pretty dry and hot um so it's a bit challenging but we got a motocross championship so we'll go racing and uh just yeah looking forward to getting back home and really putting in uh some work to win another championship for sure Fair enough. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's it's the uh, racing is the same for everybody down there. Everyone's the same situation. It actually surprises me that there isn't more uh, tracks availability. Of course, it's such a vast uh, continent and, and country uh, in, in Australia. Why is that? That there's that there's they kind of uh, there just isn't that many places of, uh, available. Like, is 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 owning land down there difficult? Like, what what kind of goes into all that? Yeah, Victoria down towards Melbourne and stuff's really doing quite well at the moment with their uh, public tracks um they've got a lot of tracks coming up and about but that's the yeah, 24-hour drive for us to get down there you know so yeah it's, uh, that's crazy a lot of people don't realize actually how big australia is um and how that's spread huge. out we are but just in queensland where i am it's the councils are just um yeah they're shutting down tracks left right and center and it's been very difficult even the public uh, the private tracks um that from people's land is they're just getting built out um, you know, it's it's a long drive. You know, the closest practice track for me is an hour and a half. Well, yeah, nearly two hour drive to go practicing wow. through the week. So, um, huh. it is it's it's a little bit of a challenge, but um, yeah, we just make do with what we got, and um, we're very spoiled here in America. Um, like at the moment, you know, riding uh, the test tracks, they're only forty minutes up the road, and then you got State Fair MX, which is half an hour up the road, you know, as well. So, um, and plenty of motocross tracks within this area. It's, uh, it's pretty incredible. Um, 
what the facilities are like around here. Oh yeah, that, that's the like the funny thing is it must have been so much more abundant at one point because everyone in California keeps talking about oh these tracks are closing, tracks are closing. I'm like, being from Canada, like my closest track is an hour, my second closest yeah. track is an hour and forty five, and those guys seem to have like six tracks within like a forty minute drive, and I'm like, boo hoo for you, <laughs> yeah. like it's I don't I I, I I don't feel sorry for you, especially with the sunny and seventy five weather that you guys get to deal with all the time. Uh, but what uh-huh. uh, what are your uh, your sort of your repeat offenders when it comes to uh, uh, practice tracks during the week? Of course, probably not getting a ton of practice time in with that rib of yours. But uh, whereabouts are you staying, and, and whereabouts are you putting some laps in? Uh, so we've just been based in Temecula. Um, we got an Airbnb here for two months. Um, Love it. And yeah, we're just we've been uh, Yamaha's been awesome. They've been allowing us to ride the test track. Um, That's so cool. So and myself have been there a lot. Um, and today I just went to uh, State Fair uh, MX and had a ride around there, so that was pretty cool. Uh, nice little track there, and um, so yeah, there's like there's three tracks. You know, we've got Yamaha Test Track, we've got Hammett, and then uh, State Fair. And um, but we've spent a lot of time at obviously at the Yamaha Test Track and riding with those guys. Been pretty cool with the Star Boys, and um, obviously the Factory Yamaha team has been pretty cool and just seeing what they do and. Um, they definitely don't leave anything unturned. They're always searching, wanting to be better, and it's been cool to be a part of that. For sure. Have you gotten uh, at all to uh, speak with the uh, the Yamaha team chassis guy, Shane Drew? Uh, no, I actually haven't spoken with Shane. I've you met have to pretty get... much everyone else there. Okay, well, you should talk. A, you should talk to Shane mainly because I don't okay. think there's anybody else that uh, can set up a bike like Shane. But he's actually from an area like an hour and a half from where I'm from, so that's how small of a world it really is, uh, Jay. Like yeah, literally, that's, no, I've been blown away by like the amount of people that I've met out here. Is this? They, yeah. Everyone knows everyone. You know, they've met people in Europe, but there's a, there's plenty of Kiwis, like New Zealanders out here. There's plenty of Australians out here that. You, just, you don't you don't realize until you're here, and then you're like, oh, you're an Australian, you're a New Zealander, you're from Europe, you know, you know this guy, you know, it's just, it's unbelievable how small that community is and how small the world is. Absolutely, like, uh, Zach Osborne's mechanic, Dave Feeney, he's from Australia, yeah. you've got uh, yeah. Hoppo, uh, who does the motors for uh, Geico, he's from, he's Australian, uh, tons of guys, yeah. and like, yeah, and they're all good, uh, like, like, I'll just go on the record saying, like Australians, good people. Haven't come across one that I don't like. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Thanks for that, mate. Yeah, like honestly, my I had a ski coach. I used to compete in freestyle skiing. I had an, I had an Australian freestyle ski coach, and he was like the coolest okay. guy in the world. And like he just he would use that accent to his advantage. He'd pull all kinds of chicks, which we were like <laughs> we were we were very envious of. Uh, I think he may have taught us a few things uh, along those lines as yeah. well. But uh, yeah, man, like I uh, can't can't say enough uh, good things about uh, you guys down under. I might have to like make a point of of booking a trip. To, to go see around a, a supercross or something or uh is it yeah. manjum up is oh, it I the set like a, we have a lot of sand here is manjum up the track i want to go yeah. see yeah so manjum uh it's out well it's still a fair way from perth but it's the other side okay. of australia and, um that's a sort of it's a race that's been going on for a long time now and it's a just a one-off open race that's through the middle of the season so they usually put it in the break of our australian national championship so okay. that They'll get riders um, to come over, so they'll pay for the riders to go out. And they just 
there's not a lot happening over that side of the of Australia. Um, the nationals don't go over there a lot because it's it's a three day trip um, for the trucks to get over there, and um, so they have a one off big race and they pay for the riders to go out. They look after them, and then there's they just. They're massive moto fans. They just have a big party after it, and they just love it. They usually get a few international guys out. Um, and then if there's another, like, you know, you look at a bucket list event to go to now, you know, you look at Ozex Open, and that's a pretty special event to be a part of, and I, I really suggest coming down and checking that yeah. out for sure. I think I'm going to have to. I think I'm going to have to look at flights and see who can, I can finagle my way down there. It looks like way too much fun. And like, I, it does not surprise me whatsoever that uh, uh, some Australians would find a reason to party uh, or have a good time uh, when it comes to racing Supercross. It's, uh, they, they, they do like to celebrate. I feel like that might be like a, yeah. a national pa- pastime of yours uh, down there is, is to uh, enjoy yourselves uh, and party in that way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And Dalsy guys like to get pretty wild. And, um, you know, <laughs> I've never really adventured down that path too much. I'm sort of the quiet guy, family guy. I'm only 25, but I've never really adventured down that path too much. Okay, know? okay. That's that's kept me busy. But, um, yeah, for sure, there's a lot of my mates down there that get pretty wild. And uh, Aussies love to have a good time. So, yeah, I suggest coming down and uh, checking out some of our events for sure. It's a Fair pretty enough. special part of the world. Jay Wilson, the un-Australian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> party side of me for sure. At I least that. Okay. Boys down home. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, you'll be you'll be heading back to see them uh, in in just a few weeks' time. I, I was gonna say you have a very understanding wife. To not only take her to another continent, not only take her on this journey of being a professional motocross racer, but it sounds like you guys will be traveling on Valentine's Day this year. You are really flirting with it right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I've got a really understanding wife. She's been awesome. She's, you know, she's kept me racing, and uh, she's, yeah, she's been awesome. You know, I'm, I'm very thankful that she's uh, that she come into my life, and um, I've got a a beautiful daughter with her and um and, you know she's going to head out to new york uh next week i think it is so in between the last two rounds and she's a yoga teacher back home so she's going to head oh, out okay. to new york for a week and do um a yoga course out there which uh that was sort of the the trade-off that we had when we did this trip that she got to go out there so um that'll be cool for her to experience that but we do this as a family and we're just enjoying our time and you know i've got to make time for them as well and um racing's not just uh it's it's not everything you know i've got to enjoy my time with my family and they're number one so um we're enjoying our time and uh, she's been really awesome and helpful absolutely well if anybody gets anything out of this 35 minutes of pure gold conversation it's that jay wilson does it right and uh and, he, and he's uh, having some fun down in california right now my friend uh are, are you are there any plans to go to uh the san diego zoo at all i imagine you'd be really excited to see like really exotic animals like kangaroos <laughs> koala bears things that you wouldn't otherwise be able to see yeah, I mean, we've already checked out San Diego Zoo. Um, oh, so right on. We ticked off. And, uh, yeah, it's it's been cool. We've done the Disneyland stuff. Um, yes. We did Big Bear for Christmas. Um, San Diego Zoo. So we're doing a little bit of tripping around and uh, doing the touristy things. And um, it's probably not, yeah, we're, we're struggling back down in Australia at the moment with our koalas and kangaroos and so many fires and stuff. Yeah, uh, I, I hope there. that you're, you haven't been um, affected by any of that. 
Yeah, no, we're we're doing okay. We're on the beach uh, on the Gold Coast, so we're pretty lucky where we are. But um, yeah, a lot of Australia is really struggling at the moment. There's still fires going on, um, but we went from crazy fires to flooding, and then uh, there's still fires going on in other parts of Australia, and it's just it's crazy to see what what the country's going through at the moment, and hoping that they're all okay back down uh, down home. Absolutely. Well, uh, uh, Jay, this has been an awesome conversation. I've really enjoyed uh, chatting with you. I honestly, like, enjoyed this so much that I think if, if you ever do want to do that drive to to St. Louis, let me know. I'll drive. I'll fly down and do that drive with you. I think we'd get on pretty well. Um, and and that would be just yeah, that'd be fun right there. Uh, but uh, I'll yep. let you get on with the rest of your evening and uh, and spend some more time Thank with the you. family. And uh, I really appreciate you coming on to uh, to chat with us, tell us your story, and uh, I would love to uh, sort of like in a couple of weeks' time, sort of recap the whole the whole trip and everything like that to uh, sort of get the real feel for uh, for your time uh, down down here and uh, or on on this side of the pond and, and enjoy it. And I, I think this would be a perfect time now to uh, to give all those sponsors that are making this possible and everybody who. Supports Supports you some love because without those people you'd still be uh you'd be hanging out in uh in queensland yeah for sure and uh you know like that i wouldn't have been able to do the trip with the, without the awesome people that are supporting me um from josh coppins who i've had a lot of success with in the in the past and um looking to do that in the future as well um he's been awesome so our firm jcr mx store they, they're killing it down at home wrb group very sweet uh yamaha just Everybody that supported us, it's been uh, awesome and uh, just, it's been an amazing trip and uh, hopefully we can continue doing this in the future and uh, hopefully we can be back here next year, that'd be, that'd be pretty special. Absolutely, would love to see you back uh, and, uh, and and bringing even more speed than uh, than you did this year. Hey, maybe the first, maybe the next time I see you, it, it won't be on this side, maybe it'll be at AusX Open uh, next fall, what about that? Yeah, that'd be awesome. I, I suggest getting down there, and uh, thanks for having me on. It's been it's been awesome chatting to you, and um, hopefully the listeners listeners have enjoyed uh, listening to us and um, me ramble on a little bit. I know I, I enjoyed Beautiful. talking a little bit. I love it. So, um, but thank you. Thanks for having me on. Oh, for sure. I know I have tons of Australian fans. Maybe not tons, but uh, quite a few anyway. Uh, and I know uh, Jonesy and many others will be uh, will be just uh, absolutely elated to see this uh, this podcast go up. So I really appreciate you making some time, my friend. Do not hang up just yet. But for podcast sake, we're going to cut it off right there.